Welcome to this episode of Reddit Guy. The subreddit we will listen to today is called r slash pro revenge. Our first post of this episode comes from LRZE403 and it titled Guy quit his job thinking he became rich. Hey new to Reddit. Dot. I thought I would post my story here. I work for a construction company and we do remodeling on homes. We have a rule here that we get to keep anything we find hidden behind the walls. We hired this guy, we really needed a worker badly, who was a total a hole from day one. I've been working for this company for five years and this guy has only been doing construction for one year after he got fired from his accounting job for getting a DUI. Anyways, he would always make fun of my clothes and my accent and one day he went too far by telling my boss about my private Instagram account pics. He got on my phone and looked through my Instagram page and showed my boss pictures of me smoking weed. Little did he know that my boss is my friend from 8 years when we used to smoke together before we both quit. I was so mad that he violated my privacy then I made a plan to fuck him over. He was the kind of guy who would always come in late and complain that trains or traffic is why he was always late. One day I overheard him saying that if he won the lottery he would quit this job for not getting the respect he deserves. You have to earn your respect here. One day I bought some fake gold coins online and I put them in a metal box I found at the antique store and waited for a chance to hide it in a wall. Luckily I did not have to wait long. The day he found the coins it seemed like it was his best day ever. First thing he did when he opened the box. Dot. He called my boss a effing loser and he quit immediately on the spot. He said, F this place. I'm rich. Dot. Lol. Little did he know was that, that was the best day of my life. After he quit my boss told us that he was going to fire him anyways for always showing up late. Dot. Dot. I wish I could see the look on his face when he finds out the gold coins are fake. Best $40 I spent in my life. I apologize for my grammar. Dot. This just happened today and my adrenaline is pumping hard. Thanks for reading. Edit. These houses are bought at auction. Dot. People don't live here so everything is owned by the construction company. The next post from Dr. Rave Ninja is titled Harass My Daughter on Minecraft. You can't hide from me. So, my daughter, who was about 8 at the time, was really into Minecraft, as most kids are these days. Also desperately wanting to join the YouTube, Let's Play Culture, I had installed some screen recording software that would let her make videos of the games she was playing so she could later upload them to YouTube. Anyways, one day I'm minding my own business when I hear her quietly sniffling over on the computer. I asked her what was wrong, but she didn't want to tell me so I let it go, but decided to keep an eye on her. A few minutes later I discovered what was happening. Someone was harassing not only her, but also all the other kids playing on whatever server she was on. This kid, we'll call him Little Shithead, or LS, was saying shit about how he was going to rape my 8-year-old daughter. She told him how old she was hoping he would stop, how he was going to hack into her IP and steal all her info, swearing profusely, remember, this is a game for kids, etc etc. By this time I had gotten my fiancé involved, and she was also obviously quite upset at what a little shit this kid was being. We realised that our daughter had been recording the entire incident, and a plan began to form. I started by googling LS's username. There were several hits immediately, the most interesting of which involved a page where he was publicly applying to be a mod for a server on Minecraft. I was able to learn a lot about this little POS, He claimed to be 15, likes hockey, used to live in Toronto but now lives in Florida. But the bombshell was easily his Skype contact info. It was literally first name. Last name. I know your name now, you little shit. So I head over to Facebook and search for the name. Nothing. 
Kim. On a hunch I searched for just the last name, while narrowing my results to only the state of Florida. Several dozen hits. Hmm. So I have to start combing through each one, until I find what I was looking for. A middle-aged man with the same last name, whose profile indicates he was born in Toronto and now lives in Florida. I found your dad, you little shit. So I sent him a message on Facebook, asking if he had a son named first name who goes by his username on Minecraft. Dad confirmed I had the right guy. So my wife begins telling the dad everything that LS was saying to my daughter, and we sent him the recorded video as proof. Radio silence for a few days. Then we got the message back, LS had his computer taken away from him for the entire summer, and had also been lying about his age, he was only 11, I think. His parents were fucking livid with him, and he surely hated the next few months of his life. No one fucks with my daughter. Edit, spelling edit too, holy shit. Someone gave me gold for this. Thanks. This has to be the first post I've made that's blown up on me. Thanks everyone. Edit 3. Whoa. Front page of my all tab. Maybe I'm too new to Reddit and that's not a big deal, but it's still super cool. Also, I'd like to point out that while I understand that Minecraft isn't just for kids, there are some serious hardcore Minecrafters out there. I can tell you that probably the biggest demographic is on the younger side. I know that people of all ages play all games but I feel like Minecraft is one that people can reasonably expect to be rather civil. The next post from Dead Drone 999 is titled Neighbor sued me after harassing my dog for months, lost horribly. Several commenters telling me that you guys would enjoy this story, about six or seven months ago, my neighbor got a drone. I don't mind people having hobbies, but for some reason he insisted on flying like the biggest jerk possible. He would hover in front of other houses and windows, try to race cars going down the road, and worst of all he had a habit of flying his drone in my fenced backyard buzzing over my dog, diving low just over my dog's head before circling around to do it again. My dog isn't small, he's about 70 pounds and a malamute, but the drone terrified him, and I was worried what would happen if it hit him. I asked my neighbor several times to please not fly in my yard and explained that it was scaring my dog. He basically told me to get lost and laughed in my face. When it still continued, I called the police. Unfortunately there wasn't much they could do other than ask him to please not fly over my house, property. Finally, in late December it happened, my dog got tired of his shit and managed to catch the drone right as it was diving towards him. He shredded the drone, the thing was just a jumbled mess of wires and plastic. Neighbor was pissed. He stormed over to my house swearing and threatening me, which I ignored. A week later, I got a summons to small claims court, he wanted $900 for the cost of his drone and an additional $300 for supposedly denying him access to his property, the drone sat in my yard for a couple hours before it was retrieved. Fuck that. He could have killed my dog. I don't have kids or a girlfriend, I just have my dog who is my best friend for the past seven years. That dog has moved with me three times, was there when I graduated college, saw me buy my first house and my first new car. I love my dog. Went to legal advice, got some great help from them. Turns out, him suing me was the best thing to ever happen. When we got to small claims court, the judge basically laughed away his claims that I had intentionally trained my dog to attack his drone. But little did he know I was prepared. I had dozens of photos of my yard showing it was impossible for him to accidentally fly that low to my dog, videos of him harassing my dog in the past, and I had saved all my medical bills from taking my dog to the vet. $700 for an x-ray. Check. Another $250 to sedate him during. Why not, don't want him being uncomfortable. Full dental exam with tooth cleaning, repair. 
$400. Then there was the cost of anti-anxiety meds and a secondary checkup, wet food for a week in case his teeth were hurt, and extra just for good measure. In the end, the asshole ended up owing me almost $2,000, and now is being investigated by the FAA for not having a registered drone and violating several FAA regulations concerning drone flight, too near an airport, too close to other people, out of sight of operator and way above the maximum altitude. Enjoy never being allowed to fly drones again, dick. The next post from the Hofstetter is titled A woman let her dog shit on the airport floor. So I shit on her plans. Dot. While walking to my gate at LAX, I noticed a woman whose dog was in the middle of doing its business. The woman was loudly FaceTiming with her back to the dog, so I assumed she didn't notice. That was likely the thought shared by the gentleman who tried to get her attention. Excuse me, miss, he said, in a polite tone. The woman glared at him. Your dog, he sheepishly continued, pointing to the mid-poop pup. The woman rolled her eyes and went back to FaceTime as the man slinked away, seemingly embarrassed. Some people, she bellowed to her FaceTime companion with no hint of irony, are just so damned rude. When her dog finished, the woman started walking away, leaving everything right on the airport floor. Another woman tried to stop her. You're not going to clean that up? She asked, as shocked as the rest of us were. They have people for that, the offender replied, disappearing into the crowd, as much as someone yelling into their phone can disappear into a crowd. I stood near the pile and warned people to walk around it while someone else got a maintenance worker's attention. No one said anything, we were so shocked that anyone could be that horrible. When I got to my gate, the woman was there, too. Great, we were both going to Tokyo. When I travel abroad, I get embarrassed by other Americans doing things 100 times less embarrassing than leaving animal feces on the floor of an airport. To make it worse, her dog was now barking at everyone who walked by. I have nothing against people flying with their dogs, I do it often. But it is a privilege I take seriously. My dog is well trained and behaves better than most people. He certainly behaves better than that asshole. Speaking of assholes, there is a pet relief area inside LAX, past security, just two gates away from where the party pooper let her dog go to town. It didn't matter, she was the type of person to litter three feet from an empty garbage can. While her dog barked at the world, the woman had moved from FaceTiming with no headphones to listening to music with no headphones. I don't like to throw around the word sociopath, but I don't know how else I could explain just how selfish and terrible of a person she was. I'd bet her car was somewhere in long-term parking, parked across three spots with paint on the bumper from the child's bike she hit without leaving a note. Everyone else tried to ignore her, sitting as far away from her as they could. I am not everyone else. I sat down right next to the horrible woman. Are you going to London on business? I said. I'm going to Tokyo, she responded gruffly, annoyed that I interrupted her DJing. Oh, I said. Then you better hurry. That flight got moved to gate 53C. This is the flight to London. I figured I could give her a little moment of panic as payback for how terribly she was treating everyone. I didn't predict what would happen next. She grabbed her bags and her dog in a huff, and stormed out of the gate without even checking. She was so self-involved, she didn't notice that the monitor at our gate still said Tokyo and almost everyone at the gate was Japanese. Based on her actions, she believed me that the fight had been moved, so she's also an asshole for not thanking me. Some people, I thought as I watched her rush away from the gate without stopping her, are just so damned rude. The flight to Tokyo was at gate 69A, so the 53 gates were on the other side of the next terminal. 
and I felt guilty knowing she probably berated some poor clerk who had to explain to her that there was no gate 53C. I don't know if she made it back to this flight before we took off or not, but I didn't see her board and I don't hear her dog. Her missing her flight was not my original intention, but it would be a fine punishment for her being so rude to everyone and making a low-paid stranger clean feces off the floor. What makes me wonder if I went too far is the knowledge that Delta only has one flight to Tokyo each day. Whoops. Maybe she can rebook on another airline. I hear they have people for that. Edit. For those of you who want to play internet detective and demanded to see my ticket, as if that even proves anything, I'm a stand-up comedian with a show in LA last night, link, and a show in Tokyo tonight, link. But if that's not enough for you, here's my ticket, link. And yes, Delta does allow dogs, link, on flights to Japan. Edit 2, rip inbox in a ridiculous thousand message way. Thanks to all the nice folks, especially the people who are coming to shows, etc., I'm trying to get to all your comments, but it may take me a few days. For those who are being dicks, I hope you wheel your suitcase into her dog shit. The next post from Yazdan is titled Don't announce your engagement at someone else's wedding, or this might just happen to you. Originally I posted this to our petty revenge, but I think it belongs here. Last summer I was at a cousin's wedding. His bride and her family had been close with ours since before I was born, and the couple had known each other since they were toddlers, so it was a particularly exciting event for both sides of the family. However, after the ceremony was over and the party had only just started, one of the bridesmaids decided to announce her own engagement. The attention was immediately taken away from the newlyweds and brought to the bridesmaid, who I'll call Sarah, and her equally smug fiancé. My cousin's wife, I'll call her Emma, didn't make a scene or utter a single negative word about Sarah. She looked like she was on the verge of tears, but she kept grinning and acted very happy for the other couple. This was unusual, as Emma is typically quite confrontational and speaks her mind no matter the consequences. Sarah later picked Emma to be the maid of honour at her own wedding, which took place last weekend, I wasn't there for it, but my cousin sent me some of the best bits on Snapchat and explained the whole situation. This is where the fun begins. Emma's two much younger sisters were the flower girls at Sarah's wedding. At the very last moment, Emma switched out the white petals in their baskets to blue ones she had secretly brought with her. She told her sisters not to say anything about it or let the bride see them until it was time to scatter them down the aisle. Sarah looked very confused upon seeing the blue petals, which didn't coordinate whatsoever with her theme, but of course she didn't say anything about it in the moment. Most of Sarah's other bridesmaids were also Emma's friends, had attended Emma's wedding, and were in on Emma's scheme. At the reception, Emma's sisters and the other bridesmaids were tight-lipped when Sarah began demanding to know why there were blue petals. The wedding planner ended up getting a lot of abuse for not checking the flower girls' baskets before they walked down the aisle. Finally, it was time for the speeches. The speeches took place in front of a massive screen, displaying a loop of photos with Sarah and her husband, which had been compiled by Emma. Emma took the remote that controlled the presentation screen and at first she showed some pre-approved humorous photos of Sarah with Emma and other friends to facilitate a couple light-hearted jokes. Then, at the very end, Emma said to Sarah that she must be wondering why there were blue petals instead of the white ones originally planned. That was when Emma displayed the last slide from her presentation. Emma announced in front of everyone that she was five months pregnant, and that she'd just discovered the baby was a boy, hence the blue petals. The last slide, her ultrasound picture, there were shocked yells and gasps, Sarah had a fit, but those involved in the scheme cheered so loudly that I sincerely regret watching the Snapchat recordings with headphones.
Apparently Sarah had been very nasty to her bridesmaids before, driving several of them away and forcing the others to pay ridiculous amounts of money for dresses. Emma and my cousin were eventually thrown out of the party, but they were all smiles. Sarah's fuming mother went to confront her outside, and Emma retorted with, gentle, gentle. I'm pregnant. I reckon Sarah doesn't speak to the majority of those bridesmaids anymore. TLDR, self-important bridesmaid announces her engagement at my cousin's wedding, stealing the spotlight from him and his bride. Said bridesmaid foolishly names my cousin's wife her maid of honor and behaves like a complete bridezilla. Cousin's wife sabotages her wedding to announce her own pregnancy. Edit. Thank you, kind stranger, for the gold. Edit 2. Oh wow, silver 2. Thank you so much, really appreciate it. Yet another edit. Platinum. Huge thanks to everyone for the kindness. The next post from Captain Awesome Pants is titled Governor of Missouri takes money away from public defense office. Public defender realizes he can appoint any lawyer to be a public defender, and the governor is a lawyer. Dot. Dot dot dot. So, there's been a brouhaha between Missouri's office of the public defender and the governor's office. Basically due to budget problems, the public defense budget got cut by 8.5%. They sued the government in July over this. However, the director of the office of the public defender realized that they were empowered by a little used law, specifically, Missouri Code Section 600. 0425, to require any lawyer in the state to represent anyone who needs a public defender. And also they realized that the governor of said state was a lawyer. This led to this amazing letter to the governor. Link update. Response from the governor's office. Governor Nixon has always supported indigent crimin defendants having legal representation. That is why under his administration the state public defender has seen a 15% increase in funding at the same time Tar Totha state agencies have had to tighten their belts and full-time state employment has been reduced by 5,100. That being said, it is well established that the public defender does not have the legal authority to appoint private counsel. Quote dot. Hat tip 2. You, Thisto can use a name for, noticing the response, link. The next post from CEB 20816 is titled My Lawyer and I Laid a Trap for My Adulterous Alcoholic Wife in My Divorce. Dot. When I got divorced, my alcoholic wife of 18 years had started another affair, this time with her addictions counselor, my lawyer and I laid a trap for them. Just in case you don't know, intimate relations between a counselor and patient are very frowned upon by the regulatory bodies. And I was more than pissed after putting her through rehab, $25,000 which I didn't have to do, only to have her fall back into her old behavior. Shortly before the divorce was finalized I filed a complaint with the state body licensing health professions. Knowing they were in some peril because of their unprofessional relationship, I had already gotten him fired from a major teaching hospital, she had backed off her exorbitant demands. I paid her a very modest settlement, kept the house, got custody of the three tweenage kids, plus got child support. Her lawyer naturally included a clause in the divorce where I had to agree to not say anything negative about her lover and their relationship. But the lawyer fucked up and never asked if I had already filed charges and thus didn't require me to rescind them. Her lawyer had assumed I was just bad-mouthing them to neighbors and friends, and it never occurred to the lawyer that we were doing much more. When the Board of Health Professions responded to my complaint shortly after the divorce was finalized I told him that it would take a subpoena to get me to testify, a subpoena trumps an agreement in a divorce settlement. They were happy to oblige. They stripped his license and placed him on a register of sanctioned health professionals. He never worked again. 
They were broke in a handful of years and she divorced him when the money ran out, in the interim his mother had died leaving a fair-sized estate, so it took longer than I expected. Oh, and the frosting on the cake was that his wife and I traded notes, notably hotel receipts from the time of their affair, that helped each of us in our respective divorces. Justice was served. Today's last post from GraySpot00 is titled Downstairs Neighbors Wouldn't Turn Down, Music, Nuke Them From Orbit. Dot. Was suggested to, cross post, link, from, r, malicious compliance I was inspired by, recent post, link, to tell my own bad neighbor story. Can't think of a better place to post it. Flashback to 2014. Also I moved out on my own in 2013 and moved into an old house converted into a two-floor apartment, directly across from my future in-laws. The downstairs neighbors were loud. Blaring music at all hours, yes, all of the hours, wouldn't cut the grass or take out the trash on our shared schedule. Crappy neighbors, but never bothered me directly. The guy was pretty chill when sober and would turn the music down a little when I texted him. He was okay until his girlfriend moved in. Now add shouting matches to the mix, and all of the sudden my requests to turn down the music makes him turn it up. I can barely walk on my super thin floor without her banging on the ceiling with a broom. I was okay since I am heavy sleeper and could sleep through anything. My wife moved in, and I quickly found out that she is quite the opposite. Fan on turned at a certain angle in the doorway of the bathroom, door closed halfway, blackout curtains with them taped to the wall so zero light comes through, zero sounds other than the fan, you get the idea. I told her that we can't expect him to remain silent when she's ready for bed, we need to be reasonable, but the wall rattling music needs to stop during the night. She hated it during the day, but I told her there's nothing we can do then, so she would go to her parents' house a lot during the day. I talked to neighbor guy, he said, yeah man that's cool, but it turns out the girlfriend wasn't having it and his attitude then changed to, yeah well it's our house so you can go f yourself if you think you can tell us what to do and you can move out if you don't like it. Something definitely had to change once she was pregnant, and then the baby came. So I did the only thing I could do. I fought fire with fire, and maliciously complied with the law to the TI could only report them for noise after 11pm. I now forget the morning hour when the noise could start, but I believe it was 9am. My dad has these huge old concert speakers in his garage. Professional grade, black leather bound, 5 feet tall and 3 feet wide, and a pretty nice, vintage stereo, amp. He has two, but my apartment was so small I sadly only had room for one. We replaced our coffee table with this thing, laid face down onto our thin, office carpet. Tired of his crap tunes, I tested this Geneva convention breaking device when they weren't home. Holy cow, I had to take everything down from tables, counters and shelves because they would shake off. I prepared audio files to feed the stereo. I was giddy like a kid with a new Christmas toy. I turned it on when I left for work and got my wife up to send her to her parents. I came home from work and hung out at her parents until it was close to bedtime. They resisted for three days. On day two, I found a pile of manure on my doorstep, but it didn't faze me. I cycled between sign, saw, square waves in clashing chords, marching music, Washington Post march on loop, preaching clips, they weren't just atheist, but outspoken anti-Christian, so it was a must, the most stupid songs you could think of, Captain Planet theme song, chicken dance, etc. This poor old house rattled in ways I didn't think possible. The vibrations from the sine wave would make your vision blur. I eventually got a text from him that read, Sorry man you can stop now. I did not. He needed a few more days to let it sink in. Plus I had so much fun putting it together. They complained to the police and the landlord. 
there was nothing they could do since I wasn't doing anything wrong. I didn't even hear music during the time of peace to follow. It was so quiet. They would build up their courage and try again every few weeks when I wasn't home, but my wife was. I then showed her how to tame the beast so she could let it loose while I was away. I had to give them a spanking every now and then, but they learned. They were so happy when we moved out.